Gray Fox. Praise games. you waiting huh hello former residents of raccoon city welcome to gray fox plays games the video games podcast for people that know that when you're dead in a volcano you're never really dead now i'm gonna let you in a little secret mikey is not with us on this episode he is out in the world doing what mikey does and we thought you know what with one of our favorite game franchises about to embark on its latest endeavor in a week or so's time me and mr moles i'm gonna say it the man with the curliest hair in the business are gonna sit down and talk about all our hopes and dreams for this game some little previews we've been playing and hopefully tease what's going to be coming with our review on a collaboration a little bit later but with that in mind jonathan moles aka producer moles how you doing buddy i'm really good thank you mate i'm really good how are you i am so hyped to be wanting to play this game uh I, I, to be honest like i didn't need the demos that have been dropping and a questionable strategy if i'm being honest on this uh, we're going to drop a, a trailer and then we're going to drop uh, a demo and that demo is only going to be accessible for an eight-hour period. And that demo is only going to be 30 minutes long. And then in a week's time, we're going to drop another demo. And then a week after that, we're going to drop both of them together at a different time. Uh, I was just like, what What the hell? So yeah. before we, we talk about our, theor- our theories, hypotheses, how much have you been playing of the stuff that's been in the ether for build-up of this game? You know, the, the timed exclusive demo, I missed it. I'm annoyed. Yeah, half the I, world did, mate. I, I had to it. extend it, was, it because half the world missed it. Yeah, well, I extended it and I still missed it. So I, <laughs> I, went, I went to put it on the other, the other night and it was like, oh, lovely title screen loaded. And it was like, purchase now. I was like, no, I want to play it. And then it was like a counter <laughs> on the side. It was like, yeah, ready in four or five days, I think it was. I was like, oh. And that's when the main general um, is released for the demo. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But like, you, you played Maiden, didn't you? I played Maiden. I thought it was brilliant. I, what I did like about maiden is like it it very much kind of takes you back to like the seven baker s type dark yeah yeah everything's looking kind of wet and in ps5 it looks absolutely glorious oh baby reflections and the sound as well on a 4k screen beautiful um so yeah i wanted to kind of get in some more action and fire some guns and kill some stuff and no i'm not denied (laughs) It's a tone. It's a tone piece, right? And this is the thing. And so, I I played Maiden. I downloaded uh, both versions of the demo. Uh, similar to yourself, I thought just by downloading it, I've got it and I can play it whenever. But it's actually a timed exclusive thing. So I only actually played the castle demo, and unfortunately, I haven't played any of the village demo yet. And I only got about ten minutes in on this thirty-minute demo of the castle for two reasons. One, I fucking hate when you get a demo and it's actually a slice of a level because when you get to that level when you purchase the game you are bored because you're like i've done it now yes i might go oh let's see how they've improved oh, it oh, yeah that's a little bit better. it's all right as long as they change enough to make it yeah like, but like well, like can. i got i got fatigued by it. i'm not going to bring it in but avengers they dropped basically the first 15 minutes of the game as a demo and then you get the game and you're like oh i've done this oh, i did this again yeah yeah exactly so i didn't want that feeling yeah exactly so anyone who has played it i've i have met the duke like i've seen the duke and like you get to do a little bit of the menu for a second um and then i was just like you know what i've seen enough my palate has been cleansed of what i need it to be cleansed of i really want to play this game so i stopped at that point but 
I can tell you that one of the things I generally love about playing some of Resident Evil 8 as well as going back and playing a little bit of Resident Resident Evil 7 in preparation for this is that you know when you play a sequel to an awesome game and you can go, they have improved everything. The gameplay feels better. The menu system works better. The look feels even smoother. I didn't realize how much of an improvement Resident Evil 8 is until I went back and just played a little bit of 7. Now, that's me not slagging off Resident Evil 7, but treat Resident Evil 7 as a new game, almost new IP. It's the first time Capcom in the Resident Evil world used the RE engine. It's the first time that they done the first person. It's the first time they introduced uh, a reimagining of systems that we have experienced before in the Resident Evil 4 lore with medicine for how you, you craft your stuff, uh, for how different weapons are put together, even the gunplay. It's all new stuff, right? So they've now had two two and a half years to perfect some of those gameplay motions and i it really does sing in resident evil 8 in what i've played so far so that was, I was like oh this feels like a, a elevation on what has come before i don't want to say truly next gen but it's definitely a massive step up yeah i mean even the demo that i played was like it was looking fantastic but obviously they've they've taken the recipe for seven and they've they've refined it and they've you know they've polished chrome here. This is this is <laughs> so it makes you wonder, you know, what stuff's gonna look like and feel like in a couple of years, you know, two or three years' time when developers have had the chance to really get to grips with the latest mm. hardware. And this is kind of shackled a little bit by backwards compatibility, right? Now there's been lots of rumors that the PS4 and the Xbox One versions of this game is buggy as hell. Original tests have, uh, you know, so basically I, I, I'm not going to say this is how the video game works because I am not that guy, but I just know a little bit from reading and speaking to, to folks is that essentially what happens is studios will get really basic versions in the hands of users because that's a good way of getting feedback, not necessarily an open beta, but it will be a, hey, you're part of our community. You've been on our Discord for years. We can, you know, If you sign an NDA, can we get you to, to look at some stuff? And they've done that with the, with the PS4 and the Xbox One versions. And like lots got leaked about the story, which we've, we're not going to be talking about any of that sort of stuff. But what also in those leaks was, was that it is really janky and buggy as hell. Um, I have not played any of the previous gen versions of these demos, but from what all I hear, like it's all you know, tip top. But to your point, Miles, they, they kind of shackled to an extent because of backwards compatibility on this term. That being said, it still looks gorgeous. Like that Maiden demo, when you go and you do go to elements of the Maiden demo in the castle demo. So for example, you know, the wall room where it's basically like a mural of a clearly a vampire war or something. Um, you come back to that with, and you have a gun so you can shoot stuff, which is always very nice. Uh, but like the lighting effects look even better. It's just like, it's, I, I'm just, I, I can't wait uh, to get into this. They've, they've, they've already sold the game to us. Let's face it. You know, long. Oh yeah, long we're, we're day pack. one, guys. I put the day off work for it for Christ. Um, but- yeah, I'm not that not that <laughs> guy. Just I'm not that, that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's, let's face it. Like, I, I would like to play the demos. Um, I think it's going to open up at the weekend. Uh, if I get a chance, I will. But if I don't get around to doing it. I'm not fast. It's done. I like, I don't, these demos didn't need to be, to be honest. I mean, for, for the me cool personally. Is, 
Yeah, let's let's talk a bit about okay the law where it's going into right. So obviously we all know this is going to be heavily influenced story wise on the world for Resident Evil Four. They evoked that straight away in the gameplay uh, gameplay reveal and talking about ah remember the suitcase. I mean I don't get me wrong, it's a menu system. I don't get too excited about menu systems, but hey, it's good to see there. What did get me excited though is when you met the Duke for the first time. Now I was like, you have missed the trick by not getting the original merchant for Resident Evil Four involved. You know, not enough cash, stranger. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I know. I think it's good to mix it up but, you know but the duke is pretty cool the dialogue he has between you and your so it's not just like a like a memory resident evil 4 like the mercenary uh, sorry the merchant was basically just had four lines right and that was it the duke is very contextual to your mission so he'll talk to you about the mission you're about to go on or you need to go on or he'll talk to you about how your inventory's doing uh, and stuff so like that play co- close attention to what he's saying then because he might give out yeah. some little tidbits of information yeah yeah so that, that's kind of cool and the voice is so effing creepy but at the same time it's this big fat thing just going hello mr winters and it's like you, you you somehow somehow i think you you sound like like matt lucas being a creepy character but uh it works like it just it just works and it works so well um let's talk a bit about the the structure that we know so far so obviously we know there's a castle element which is very much uh, evoking the feelings of salazar castle from resident evil 4 do we think there's going to be a link in uh, how much of resident evil 4 do you think is actually going to be linked into this story like story wise i don't think well this is me saying i don't think there's going to be any i think this is uh, a new spin completely new spin, mm-hmm. new story like i mean i'm not sure how they're gonna tie it to the previous so number seven um and i'm not sure how they're gonna tie it to umbrella let's face it because umbrella logo is well. all over the place but the but the but the parts of the maiden um demo gave us some dates and they were like you know years decades ago so very linking to the spencer family and that kind of bygone era of umbrella and the odd surname kind of links but i i know what you mean there's not actually like a tangible it was umbrella all along thing did you ever play the um not a hero dlc for resi 7 no i didn't so spoiler alerts for resident evil 7 at the end of resident evil 7 a very poor poor looking chris redfield rocks up saying i'm chris redfield and i'm here of umbrella and the, like the whole lore is that this is good umbrella. They're called Blue Umbrella. That and Chris is working with them to clear up all the BOW messes. And the whole story is a bit convoluted. Um, but I'm fascinated to hear how they're going to link that Chris Redfield to this Chris Redfield, who comes after. Yeah, you know, this is not a spoiler. We can all see it from the trailers. And if you're listening to this and you're beyond the intro on this, you obviously know about Resident Evil as much as we do. Um, you know that. Chris Redfield has stolen um, Mr. Winter's daughter and Rose's daughter. I think, no, Rose is the name of the daughter, sorry, Evelyn, uh, has stolen their daughter and taken to this weird country where I think I assume it's, I think it's a fictional country they've gone to and uh, is, is with this cult of, of vampiric people. And um, he's a werewolf by the looks of it. You know, the posters give it away and we've seen some clips of it. I'm fascinated to see how they link all this together. Yeah, there. I think there's going to be some very obscure storylines in true Resident Evil fashion. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I just who- think you can't you can't keep saying Resident Evil Four in the press releases and the and like in every reveal video if it's just because it's gonna be in Europe. 
and there's a castle and there's yeah. a suitcase like it has to be something a little bit more than that. i think it's that kind of more gothic-esque you know rustic kind yeah, of yeah that's true that's true and and some I of the hope- elements you know bringing the merchant back uh, in all but name so yeah I hope they bring in some of the elements. So did you ever hear about the failed Resident Evil? Well, it's not failed, but the, the first evolution of Resident Evil 4. Uh, the, I think it's called the Hook Man or something. So essentially, the original pitch for Resident Evil 4 was Leon S. Kennedy in a gothic uh, European castle, and he is being chased by ghosts or uh, demonic creatures and Essentially, he is hallucinating because he has been infected with a virus. And the idea of this hook man was chasing him around the castle. Now, kernels of that story of I mean, eventually they're like, no, we need to start from scratch and we're going to we're going to make a new game based off of this. Actually, there's a real connection between that and the engine for Devil May Cry and all that sort of stuff. And that, that's that's for another time. And I'm sure both, uh, people on other podcast will be able to give you far better details than we could on that but basically there's lots of kernels of this is like demonic stuff going on in this castle and i just have a feeling that they're going to evoke a lot of that in this as well um anyway we talked a bit about the castle obviously the 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 main character piece the character setting is the village itself right and obviously resident Evil 4 there there was a big village in this I'm going to make a bold prediction. I don't think we're going to spend much time in the village at all. No, I, I think the name is the village is just the whole area encompassing kind of the the main big areas. You know, there's four houses to this, you know, to the game. They're all interlinked somehow. Obviously, the four, there's going to be four bosses, isn't there? And then a big bad one at the end, you know, that writes itself. Yeah. Um, I think the village is kind of going to be at the centerpiece of those four kind of houses do you think they're gonna gonna kind of semi-open world it in terms of there's like multiple areas the village happens to be the connecting area where you can go down one direction to go to a castle and also let's talk about this for a second have you seen the trailer there is clearly a city for just a few seconds you see a city and you are in a first person view and you are wandering around. Now I don't know if that's just like a you know, like a quick story beat, like in Resident Evil Seven where you're driving a car for a second. Doesn't mean you're gonna drive a car throughout the whole game. But um I don't know, like I have a feeling there is a city element to this game that we have not been too exposed to, and I think that's gonna be an oh crap moment. There's a whole area here which they did not tease or talk about that's gonna be a big gameplay element. Mm, yeah, that's a that's a bet. Yeah, a few twists and turns. Uh, there might be. I mean, the the map has been leaked, isn't it? But we can only assume that that is the final version of it. Hmm. Um, That's true. And actually, that is quite authentic because as part of the special edition, they're including the map and they have to promote that as part of the special edition. So people have managed to take screenshots of this little map that's been in the corner of it and you get the map and blow it out. So uh, from all for all intensive purposes, that is legitimate. You are right. So, yeah. mm, maybe. so maybe, maybe, maybe the maybe the village is like to the side of some city or something, or it's just seen in the background. I'm not sure, but you know, it's going to be in true Resi style. If it is a semi-open world, you're going to be re- retracing your steps a lot. That's a very Resident Evil thing to do. Yeah. Right? Um, and maybe the village is like in the center, and you you know you go through it to get to the other areas who knows i don't know i just hope they don't i know everyone's really pumped about this but i'm am i the only guy 
or girl out there that has looked at this and gone, please just don't go to action. Just yeah, get the mixture right. Keep that now, mixture nice. Don't do too much action. Don't repeat RE6. Let's just face it. Seven oh was God. good. Like we said earlier on, like seven was good. They've taken, if they just take that recipe and refine it and, and polish it and make it look fantastic and a really good story that's, let's not have a secret lab at the end of it please because i don't want that. <laughs> i kind of um, it kind of it's an resident evil game unless there's a secret oh, lab no, and you go all do the way down and there's a massive bow and then there's a timer oh. at the end and you i kind of that's kind of like it's not resident evil unless there's a lab at the end come it on just, it, but the thing is for me it just it spoils the story up until that point of the game yeah yeah you yeah, yeah. and like, they, they oh. couldn't it's like, yeah. oh, and they woke up and it was all a dream. It's like those bloody stories. It's like, <laughs> oh, really? Just stop doing it. But- Actually, not to go down a Resident Evil memory trip lane, but one of the things that I will never forgive Capcom for is over a course of about five games from Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil Nemesis, Code Veronica, uh, even in Resident Evil Survivor and AIM, they they done kernels this. Every game ended with this kind of premise of, now we go after Umbrella. I'm like, okay, cool. So we've got Claire. This is where she is. She's ready to go. We've got Leon, who's up for this now. We've got Chris, who's up for this now. This is basically the Avengers of video games before the Avengers was a thing, right? Of, okay, there's going to be one combinating battle against Umbrella. And they we never got it. Instead, it was a throwaway line in Resident Evil 4 of, turns out the stock market killed Umbrella. And it's just like, oh, we never got it. Yeah, but it um, didn't so- because they're in a secret lab somewhere. There's always oh yeah, there's always there's always, like, there's always lab. There's always like tr- like renegade soldiers or, or like scientists that went wry and like now I'll do my research with the G virus here and just carry on into another game. Uh, I kind of like that though. It's part of the charm. But I hear what you're saying. Like if you want to innovate and go forward, it feels like they're really doing out their storytelling with the numbered entries going forward. Oh, uh, yeah, I really hope that this is a very rich story. I'm hoping it is um i think i think like just they've learned so many lessons well they also repeat mistakes as well i reverse <laughs> but um what i re- okay so i'm gonna ask you a question at the end of resident evil 7 you know spoiler alert chris redfield rocks up and we were like and everyone was like holy crap this is part of the universe someone from the history has popped in and has opened up some more doors of storytelling do you think we are going to get a moment like that in this game. And who do you think is going to be that, that person in question? Well, he's not been seen for a while. I've got my theories, Claire. Uh, well, she did kind of, she was in some of the side revelations. Games. That was yeah, like the last time we saw yeah. her. Uh, Jill, where have you been? Well, that's, a, she was in rest. So I think mate, you are onto something. I, I will allow it for two reasons. One, the last time we see her recently was Resident Evil 3 in that remake, but that interpretation of the character landed so well with the community, so well with everyone of you really have added layers to this and there's something kind of cool about the way you've done this. I think it would be a crying shame to not let that voice actress, I don't even know, I don't know if she'd done the motion capture and stuff as well, but that interpretation of the character, it would be a crying shame to leave it there. So it would be kind of cool if it's like, hey, it's Jill 10 years later. She's still kind of that character that you saw in that Resident Evil 3 remake, but she's here and she's mm. doing stuff here. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to pop any main more main characters in, no. 
No, I think they've put Chris on the pedestal. Well, they've already got Chris in it, haven't they? That's a good yeah, point. that's what yeah. I mean. They've, they've put him in there, and, and that's that's the tie back, isn't it, to all the old past main stories? Do you so. think they're going to be tempted to bring Wesker back because Chris oh, is please in? Oh, no. He's dead, isn't he? For the He's in a volcano. That's the last time we saw him. Yeah, yeah. I just really, I, again, part of me wants to see that. Part of me wants it to be a lab under the castle where there's a tyrant and turns out it's Albert Wesker. <laughs> yeah, it'll be some, another clone of Wesker. Uh, here we go. Uh, no, any, any Resident Evil fans listening to this guy, it's fans like you is why we got Resident Evil 6 in the first place. Um, <laughs> something different. You wanted something different. No, no. We, we wanted no, the same, no, no. We wanted the same yeah. but just different enough to make it warrant its own game. That's what we want. Yeah, yeah. I just want the game to end with them going, and now we take down Umbrella. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll... we'll yeah, only time will tell to see what on earth Chris's role is in this game. Um, he's yeah, I mean, yeah, he ain't, you don't say the big bad. He's not going to be. The, he's gonna, you, we know it's going to happen. Similar to Resident Evil Five, actually. Um, the last, not the last numbered entry, but one of one of his more iconic appearances. Um, when it's Jill, right? It's like, oh, okay, you're the bad guy. You're not going to be a bad guy. We'll we'll fight you, and then we'll convert you back to the good side. And you might do. Oh, oh. Why don't they go bold and kill him? Think ah, they'll kill him? Nah, they can't kill off an iconic character like that. That's, <laughs> uh, hey. We don't know. We just we can talk for hours just guessing and rambling. <laughs> it's yeah, no, nah, like, okay, all right. Okay. We could have, we could have. Like Chris is the bad guy, but then he's not the bad guy. He's pretended to be a bad guy, and then him and Ethan team up to take on the big bad one at the end. Who knows? Theories. <laughs> It's just one of them. Chris, Chris oh, could this be a whole boss. podcast is going to be about theories, man. Chris, Chris, Chris could end up being one of the mini bosses, you know. And you do kill him, and he's gone, but he's not gone. Maybe he comes back because he's part of Umbrella, and he's got some sort of virus. Who knows? It's just all speculation. So, what I would, I, I kind of like Mr. Winters, which is I'm, I'm always going to call him that now because of the joke. <laughs> um, I quite, I like the fact that he is a empty shell of a character. Really, like he doesn't really. Like, even in Resident Evil Seven, he, he has dialogue. But it's the worst delivered dialogue you'll ever seen. They don't show any emotion in his voice or anything like that. You are meant to fill the void of that, and all of a sudden you inter- you kind of inherit that sort of stuff. I like that. I would really like it if they carry on Evan's story mm. beyond this game. Whether that's they carry it on in a because there was rumours for a long time that the next Resident Evil game beyond a remake of some kind was not going to be a numbered entry but a sequel to Revelations and it was going to be a continuation of the Revelations storyline. I would be fascinated to see if they could take Mr. Winters and put him in the Revelations storyline and then like go back to the, the kind of known and loved uh, characters in the numbered entries. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Anyone's guess, really. I mean, what I do like about Ethan is he's just, you know, he's got no kind of military training. He's not even a copper. He's just some random guy. Yeah, and that's what I kind of, that's what <laughs> made Seven work, right? Because you're like, oh. It was survival. And, yeah, they needed to do something like that because Resident Evil was in an arms race with itself of each game going, it's got to be bigger, got to be more explosions, got to be more gore, got to be more everything. And that only works up until it doesn't work. And you know, I think that the shark jumping moment or the punch, it's not the punch in the boulder moment, believe it or not. It's the Resident Evil 6 of being the, just what the hell is this? I was playing it on the Switch recently and it does not port very well. It does not feel 
like a good resi game and i know some people have got a love for it but i think you're like me when it comes to batman stuff of even when it's bad it's good so i'll accept resident evil 6 in the pantheon of the games but it's definitely the bottom of every list right if you had to like rank your resident evils i don't think anyone's putting six at the top uh i don't think six would be on anyone's list to be honest um they really hit the reset button with seven, didn't they? And I hope that they just continue as they are. This this first person is great. Yeah. I know it, who knows what's going to happen with the PS5 and, and and PSVR. You know, the next one could be VR. So well, they've they really do played down. They've really played down uh, VR this time around, haven't they? Even though I do think I think it was when they were doing the PS5 promotional stuff, they had a tennis player. I can't remember the lady's name. She's very good. Um, doing some VR stuff on the PS5 and they showed her playing Resident Evil 8 in VR. Like it said, Resident Evil Village. And she like was talking about, Oh, it's scary and all that sort of stuff. But since then, nothing, not, not nothing has been spoken about with VR in this game. So, I don't think they're rolling back on this, but I definitely think it's like an update thing. It's like, a, oh, okay, and maybe the gold edition is going to have VR, or maybe VR becomes a free DLC a little bit later on. Maybe they're holding back because PlayStation are going to revamp the VR headset as they announced earlier on this year. Um, so let's just do a few more few more predictions before we talk this one to death, Miles. Okay, so I'm going to ask you quick fire questions to see if you think yes or no. Rocket launcher, would there be one? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, I think it'll be a boss thing again. It's not a Resident Evil game unless someone chucks you a rocket launcher to take out the boss right at the end. Um, vehicles. Do you think we'll have vehicles? No. Will we ride a horse? <laughs> no. Ah, well, you say that, but in, in the village, like bad guys are riding horses. So yeah, why can't you ride a horse? Horses. The horses yeah, might not okay. ride Can you, do you think you'll be able to kill do you think you'll be able to kill the horses? No. Yeah, he can't no, kill a beautiful I don't animal think, like that. I don't think Capcom would take that as a start. No. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll allow you to shoot children as zombies, but... <laughs> yeah, but they're monsters. This isn't a, this isn't a creature. Um, yeah, no, nah, fair enough, fair you enough. Know, I don't think Capcom would go. It's too GTA in it to go around shooting anything. Yeah, no, nah, that's true, that's true. My original stop. bet of uh, of melee weapons was, was far off the mark. It turns out that that wasn't a thing at all. But do you think there is going to be a... Oh, okay, so they're going to hark back to classic Resident Evils. Do you think they're going to reintroduce the ammo crafting capability that you used to have in Resident Evil 3? They didn't really do in Resident Evil 3 Remake because you basically didn't need ammo because it was everywhere. But um, do you think they'll bring in different ammo types and stuff like that again? Maybe. I think, yeah, some sort of crafting for the main game. Hmm. Because we know you can upgrade weapons and bits, so ammo maybe you would have like a, a high powered ammo maybe i don't know i'm gonna say yes yes okay i'm gonna go have some some long shot story beats okay and if i'm right on any of these i get mega points okay number one umbrella's back absolutely umbrella is back red umbrella all in all uh, bet two yes. <laughs> bet two a OG Resident Evil cast member will make an appearance who is not already advertised in the game. Now, I think Mr. Barry Birkins is coming back somehow. I, I just I want to see Barry. I need to see Barry again. Uh, number three, Resident Evil Mercenaries will be the best Mercenaries mode a Resident Evil game has ever seen. In yes. This version. Yeah, absolutely. 
I'm agreeing bet with that four, one. <laughs> bet four, Tofu will make a return in Mercenaries. Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I think you might be breaking even on your bets. See, see, okay. okay. Chinese ones. Yeah. And and the final the final one is that this is going to link to the end of Revelations 2. I will not do any spoilers. We'll just that's all I'm saying. I think it's going to link to the end of Revelations 2. I don't think the Revelations game series is dead. I think they're going to bring that back in a big bad way, and I mm. think they're going to use this as the catalyst for it. Okay. All right. So let's talk a bit about some of the extra game modes they're going to bring in. Let's bring let's I mentioned it in there and you agreed on me. Mercenaries is back in a big bad way. They deliberately did not put mercenaries in remake for Resident Evil 3, and that's because they were revamping it completely for Resident Evil Village. Uh what I mean, what's your your hopes and dreams for this one? Uh mate, I can't wait. It looks fantastic from the trailers. Um there was some exclusive footage online of some people reviewing it. Uh, the fact that you can like level up your character, you know, you can purchase weapons from the Duke in between kind of rounds. It's 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 reminiscent of old school arcade games. You know, you get that little reward yeah. at the end of each kind of section. You know, I bet yeah, like if you want your your action arms race, like have this. I really hope it's the story is there's action, but it's measured action. It's Ridley Scott's Alien compared to James Cameron's Alien. Yes, James came, uh, Cameron's Alien kicks ass, but you cannot top it, and trying to top it just looks shit. Whereas if you try and keep the essence of the atmosphere of Ridley Scott's Alien, you get Alien Isolation. You know, you can you you can keep the you can keep those feels going and that nostalgia and build upon it. I hope they get the right the right mixture. No. Like make mercenaries batshit crazy. Like make it, it is, like you, yeah, you've got every weapon be, and blow the shit out of stuff. That's it's what gonna, it's gonna be. Faster paced, more action, more enemies. It, it's going to be proper, true like arcade shooter. Um, obviously, on time limits as well. You know, it because it's like the first person perspective. It kind of reminds me of House of the Dead. Remember that? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, okay. man, I love those. Games. It kind of reminds me of that. It's like just shit jumping out of the DPS. Yeah, and then like you clear the section and you get your points and you get more time and you get better guy. I'm, it's going to be brilliant. What I do hope, now there's been no mention of it, what I do hope is that there's some sort of co-op aspect to it. Now, there's been no mm. talk of any cooperative play in the main game or in the Mercenaries, because obviously we've got RE-verse, uh, which has actually been delayed till summer. Really? Yeah. They've delayed it. Announcement wow. today. Yep. Um, have to summer, get more of that turd polish out. Summer 2021. It's, it was posted up on the website. I read an article. Well, Skim read an article today saying that they're just refining it, so it's not going to be ready in time for the launch of Village. Uh, but there's <laughs> well, no I'm sure a thousand voices cried at once. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, mercenaries can't wait for it. But I do hope that there's some sort of co-op. It'd be brilliant, mm, either, yeah. even even split screen or you know with someone else or a team of four. I don't think they're going to do cult, though, but that would have been the icing on the cake for me. Mm. Well, I really, so again, this is absolutely hope, another hope and dream for Resident Evil Mercenaries. Now, do you remember Resident Evil Code Veronica? Yes. On the Dreamcast version, yes, I will shine a light for that, to, that most underrated of consoles ever to be created. It had a first person mode. There was a first person mode on Resident Evil Code Veronica on Dreamcast. I don't know if it made its way to Resident Evil Code Veronica X. If it did, people get in touch interested to know 
But there's a character, an additional character, who was basically a ginger Leonardo DiCaprio, can't remember his name, who was the the other guy you played as when it was Claire's story. Now, he had a gimmick. His gimmick was he had two golden revolvers. And in the first-person mode, it looked like Goldeneye with dual-wielding, and it was amazing. If somehow those guns make an appearance in mercenary mode, I would be so freaking happy. Capcom, if you are listening, I will do whatever you ask of me. We're already shills for your products anyway, but we'll just be, we'll literally just be walking around with a sandwich board saying, buy the game, <laughs> buy the game. Dual wielding, uh, yeah, that would be something special. Um, do you think I'll bring dual wielding into uh, this one? Just, no, I don't see it. It's a gimmick. It's an action gimmick, yeah. isn't it? Um, no, it's the kind of thing you might see on reverse. I think. Yeah. Or, All right. Well, let's let's you brought it in. Let's talk about it. It's been delayed by the sounds of it, and uh, you know, oh, what a crying shame! Said no one. Yeah. Do you think this? Are you actually going to play it? Well, it's free. Uh, it's Resident Evil. I probably will play it, but it, for me, they're entering into territory which has it is flooded with other games. Um, yeah. You know this team. Deathmatch, basically, isn't it? They've got their spin on it where if you die, you do get another chance to come back as one of the monsters from the Resident Evil universe. Um, that's basically their spin on it. Maybe. Who knows? It might be really why fun. Don't they just, why didn't they just invest more into the multiplayer they've done for Resident Evil 3 remake? Like, that's already an established thing. It's got a little community of people. It's a small community, but... Or, like... Everyone was crying out for this remake outbreak, which was essentially way ahead of its time. Like you even have people now taking the original code and making their own servers so that you they can con- continue playing that game. Like they obviously seen the stats of that. Why go down this route? But you know, if they that's how they want to mark the twenty fifth anniversary, who cares? It's part of a game that we actually want to get in terms of Resident Evil Village. I'll be honest, I don't think I want to play it. Honestly, yeah. well, it's interesting. Not worth the memory space on my PS5. That's it. It's a PS4 game. That's not. That's not look past that. Um, they did have a beta recently of testing. I think it was back in April, early April, um, and now the website just says it's now will launch summer 2021. There's been no official statement as of yet, but news only broke today. I think it might die a death. I think they're probably think it might not come out. No, I think they're, they're sifting through feedback. That's what they're doing. They're polishing. They're trying to, you know, it might, the beta might, you've had bugs in it. You know, people might not have liked it. People might not have played it, how it was supposed to be played. You know, they're refining it. Um, the uptake, who knows? I mean, it's not a game I'd purchase. That's for sure. You know? Well, no, very true. Fun. There is uh, some stiff competition over the next two weeks uh, for the launch window of this game. Returnal drops this weekend on PlayStation 5, and it is getting masterpiece scores across the board at the moment. I do not think this is going to impact the scoring for Resident Evil 8, uh, or sales, I should say, but it'll be interesting because it's, be, it's being dropped at the, around the same launch window as Returnal with its uh, rave reviews it is getting. Do you think, okay, as we, we round this off... Uh, Give it a score. What do you think the average like Metacritic score will be of this between you know zero to a hundred? 
anything more than 80 is considered excellent uh for village yeah i'm i'm hoping it'll break 80 for sure um uh, 85 a push maybe i think because uh, and this is just i hope i'm wrong but i think because of the snobbery that comes with critics of oh well, the new ips have got to have the best scores and this is really making use of the dual sense capabilities um which seems to be all the things that i'm reading at the moment they're going to have uh it's very rare that critics give out high scores a lot at the same time. I think that might harm it a little bit. And I think we might be looking at a 79, um, but I'm hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I think, you know, for what it's worth, there isn't a resident evil game. I don't like to be honest. So like to me, they're all in the eighties. Uh, it's just a case of how high up those eighties we go, depending on uh, what your mileage is on those games. Um, so I think, think we have talked this one to death so we hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode going into a little bit of a preview of resident evil 8 in a few weeks time we are hoping to be doing a collaboration with the good folks at the resident evil podcast yes that's right uh nick neptune and the gang uh we've been talking with them we were hoping to get them on this episode but in the nature of us being very short minute uh, because our planning is atrocious as they weren't able to join if you are listening lads uh can't wait to do some collaborations with you and if you've got some questions or comments or feedback please get in contact us on twitter at gray fox plays i was about to say my other podcast name there i felt like i was cheating on my wife for a second um mr jonathan moles thank you producer moles uh just want to say enjoy the engine room my friend and uh just bring on the resident it, absolutely man i mean one more week to go just one more week. hold on one one more week to go well with that uh Uh, stay safe make sure you wear a mask if you've got a vaccine appointment make sure you attend and look out for each other till next time